Welcome to Judaism Demystified, a podcast for the perplexed. We are joined by Dr. Yoram Hazoni. Dr. Hazoni is an Israeli philosopher, Bible scholar, and political theorist. He is president of the Herzl Institute in Jerusalem, chairman of the Edmund Burke Foundation. His most recent book, Conservatism, A Rediscovery, is highly acclaimed. Previously, his book, The Virtue of Nationalism, won the Intercollegiate Studies Institute's Conservative Book of the Year Award in 2019. His previous books include the award-winning The Philosophy of Hebrew Scripture, God and Politics and Esther, and The Jewish State, The Struggle for Israel's Soul. Dr. Hazoni has recently edited two volumes on Jewish theology, The Question of God's Perfection with Drew Johnson and The Revelation at Sinai, What Does Torah from Heaven Mean? with Gil Student and Alex Student. You may recognize Dr. Hazoni from his appearances on PragerU, The Ben Shapiro Show, and The Jordan B. Peterson Podcast. He lives in Jerusalem with his wife, Yael Hazoni. They have nine children. Without further ado, Dr. Hazoni. Thank you for joining the Judaism Demystified Podcast. As an Orthodox Jew, can you make the case that conservatism is a Torah value and why is political conservatism irrelevant without teshuva? Sure. First, thanks thanks for having me on, on the podcast. It's a, a pleasure to, to be here and uh, to be talking to your audience. Um, I, uh, I've, I've been, you know, for many years, publishing books on, on uh, being conservative. Um, but being conservative is uh in in my view is something that is really to a large extent based on judaism i mean if you read my books you'll see you you'll see that the uh the emphasis is to understand uh the the anglo-american tradition and the christian tradition more generally as having been shaped and influenced obviously not in all ways but in some crucial ways having been shaped by the torah and, and this is not something unconscious. This is something that people used to be very much aware of, but it's kind of disappeared. They don't teach it in universities anymore. People don't talk about it so much. So uh, like an, an obvious example is that when we talk about um, nationalism, the idea of a world of independent nations, the, the idea that national independence, the freedom of you know, a given people, uh, that, that that's better than having you know, one world empire, which is going to uh, squish everybody into the form that it wants. So this is this is a a central political question in in Torah. When 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 you start to um, to to try to understand um, wh- where did uh, the Western nations where did they get the idea of national independence? Well, it's not a Greek idea. The, the, the Greek didn't believe in nations. The Greek nation was never united. They believed in city-states. That there was no such thing as an am or a goy that you know that that was seeking its independence and its internal unity, like in the Torah, where where the Jews are seeking all the diff- different tribes are always seeking some kind of unity. There's forces pushing them apart. But the Torah is obviously on the side of of the different shvatim, the different tribes of Am Yisrael coming together, and. That doesn't come from Greece. It doesn't come from Rome, which was all about world empire. It comes only from the Torah. It comes only from the the, the Tanakh and from Jewish ways of thinking about things. And and you know, of course, the the um, uh, the basic idea 
uh, of you you become an am you leave mitzrayim you 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 have uh, laws that are your own laws they're not the laws of the amim they're they're, they're they're laws that are for your people and of course that you hope someday to teach to other people because you think that 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 they uniquely represent god's view all of these ideas enter into uh the the idea of an independent england of an independent america even in uh, continental Europe, France and other countries are deeply influenced by these Jewish ideas. And so, you know, naturally, when we have these fights about um, should America be an independent country or should it become part of a kind of a like a a new world order where the decisions are being made in in Berlin or, some, or in the Hague or in the UN or something, people who understand what the argument is about naturally say well look the idea of one world government that's a roman idea but if you want to know like where does the idea of an independent nation one nation under god where does that come from that's only in judaism and the christians take it from there so why is that um alternative the you know why is it beneficial why is it beneficial to have this idea of nationalism why should we have a world of independent nations? Because, well, look, think, think, think about what we know from the Tanakh. We know that um, that beginning with Migdal Bavel, with the Tower of Bavel, there's uh, there's a strong impulse that human beings have to uh, rule, to rule everybody, to rule all human beings, and to make them um, uh, in, in, into one language with one mission and one goal. And uh, we know that God doesn't doesn't like this, uh, but it, it's not just that God doesn't like it. the The entire tradition of the uh, from Moshe Rabbeinu through through the Nevi'im and 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 then the Sofrim, the whole the whole tradition is one that says, "Look, who who who's our big, you know, our our big enemies? It's true that they're small enemies like tribes like Amalek." But if we ask, you know, what's the big threat to the to the world in the the in the time of the Tanakh, the big threat is is world empire. It's the the Egyptians, the Assyrians, the Babylonians, the Persians, and then later the the uh, the, the the Hellenistic Greeks and the Romans. Uh, all of these are under the theory of a world empire, and all of them are resisted by the 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 Jews who are are. Uh, our avot, our forefathers, and our and our our heroes, our teachers, they're they're always on the other side. They're saying, uh, if we if we take Sefer uh, Dvarim, uh, if we take uh, Moshe Rabbeinu, Moses teaching us about what should a Jewish uh, political order look like, we see that Moshe Rabbeinu gives the Jewish people borders. Okay, the, the, the Romans don't believe in borders because they don't believe anybody should be independent. They give the Jewish people borders. And Mo, Moshe tells, the, uh, tell, tells Am Yisrael that they're not supposed to conquer the neighbors because, because the, the, the neighbors, they have their, their own way to God. Now, we think that our Torah teaches a truth that is accessible and important for everybody. But nonetheless, we're not supposed to go conquer the neighbors. So, so what are we supposed to do? Well, we're supposed. Moshe tells us we're supposed to have a king who's from our people, from uh, uh, among 
his brothers, that we're supposed to have Nevi'im from our people. That's not because there weren't Nevi'im in the other Amim. We know that Bilam and other Nevi'im existed in the other Amim. But for the Jews, we need to have a Jewish prophet, just like we need to have a Jewish king. And the 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 whole idea here is is that when your king is appointed by the Egyptians or the or or or, or the Babylonians, then it's an he's he's not your king. He's it's a, it's part of an occupation army. He 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 does what the Babylonians want him to do, and if not, they get rid of him. And so the idea that that you have borders, but within your borders. You have to get you have to get rid of the, the you know the king that's appointed by some foreign government and have him be someone who's who who is who who, who the Am wants. Now, obviously, um, the king also has to be somebody that 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 God wants. The, the you know the the people aren't Jewish people aren't allowed to choose somebody evil, but but in the Torah, both of these things are important. That that the uh, the the ruler has to be uh, acceptable to his. To, to to his people so that because we want him to care about his people we want him to be part of the family of his people and and he has to be acceptable to god because they're you know obviously there there's moral standards of the torah that have to be uh, upheld um so i i i think it's not surprising then that when you when you when you look at uh christian history or western history and modern history where do the nations turn when they're interested in this kind of idea of um, a free nation, an independent nation? Uh, they they turn to Yitzhak Mitzrayim. They turn to the liberation of the Jewish people from the rule of the Egyptians and uh, and and the liberation from the Greeks and and so on. This becomes a model for non-Jews who read the Torah. And say, "Wow, look! This is. We also want to be free as a nation. We want to be able to chart our own course and 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 to have a relationship with God that that's based on our understanding. Like the Dutch uh, fought for eighty years for independence, so that they could have their own way to God, not the way that the Spanish Universal Catholic Empire wanted them to have." So this is one of the things that that uh, that the Jews taught taught the nations. It's a it's a very very important teaching today. That I mean it's it's incredibly relevant right now. And there are many other things. So in terms of it being relevant today, I think I want to hone in on that because unfortunately nationalism is kind of a loaded term today, and people will mistakenly say like, oh well, Hitler was a nationalist. You know, mm -hmm. um, what is it? How would how would we respond to that? Um, in terms of what is nationalism today, what is it really about, and why is it important? Why is it so important for the world? Forget about religious Jews, but for the world to accept such a notion. Yeah. Okay. So to let we we should definitely uh, pay attention to more attention to the idea than the word. Okay. Well, we can talk about the word, but the the important thing is is the idea that's behind it. Uh, the the idea that is uh, that that we read in the Nevi'im when they talk about Atid Lavo, they they're constantly describing a world in which uh, there are many many nations, and the big empires 
right, are are not trying to uh, the, the the powerful nations are not trying to create big empires by conquering all the other nations, right? That 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 is the idea that 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 the uh, that the lion or the wolf is 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 going to lie down with the lamb. The idea is that that uh, in 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 the future, even a powerful nation like uh, like the Babylonians, they will be friends with uh, with Israel, and Israel will be be able to be independent without being afraid that the Babylonians are going to come and 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 wipe out the Jewish government and, and impose their own laws. Okay, now th this. This aim is good for the world. It's good for the world to have many different nations. That's why the prophets, look, it would have been the easiest thing in the world for Moshe or for the Nevi'im to say, well, just like all the other nations, every you know, the Babylonians or the Assyrians, the Assyrians, every year they set out for 300 years, every year they had a campaign to try to conquer the whole world as much as possible. And the gods, the gods of all of these empires in the Middle East, they always tell the king, go out and conquer the four corners of the earth. We find this over and over. These are very different empires, but this is always the same, that the god always tells the king, go conquer the four corners of the earth, bring peace and prosperity to the world by eliminating independent nations, by eliminating borders. And uh, and, and, and the, the Nevi'im, who, you know, they argue with one another about all sorts of things, but about this, there's complete agreement that for them, a nation that sets out to conquer all of the neighboring nations is not bringing peace and prosperity. In the in the eyes of of uh, uh, of, of the Jewish teachers, the 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 um, it, it it's when when the world recognizes borders, and each nation. Or at least many nations that the, uh, are are allowed to find their own path. This is this is in the eyes of uh, Moshe Rabbeinu and the Nevi'im. This is a just world. A just world is one in which nations are not trying to set out to conquer, to rape and pillage and plunder all of the neighbors and take control of them. Mm -hmm. Okay, and, and regarding the um, comment about Hitler, that's thrown around a lot. That Yeah, you know, right. You, you know, we, we live in a very ignorant age. And um, one of the things people like to do is to, to use Hitler in order to sort of end every conversation, no matter what the topic is. You've got to accept my opinion because Hitler was such and such. <laughs> now, look, uh, let, in in my book, The Virtue of Nationalism, um, I... I I, I take up this question. I, I recommend it to people if they haven't read it. Um, the the uh, the distinction there's a distinction that's very important between um, and uh, between a, a tribal society in which everything is kind of crumbled into lots of small pieces. You know, so the tri tribal society is like uh, like what we see in Sefer Shoftim, where uh, the tribes, you know, they're 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 free to do what they want, but since they can't unify for uh, for 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 major efforts, whether you know to fight a war or to uh, uh, or to 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 build a uh, a mikdash, they can't unify for major efforts. And so the the uh, you know you 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 have these idealists like uh, like Yidon and Shmuel who say, look, there should we don't need a human king. We should only 
God should be our only king, our only king. And there's something very, very true and Jewish about this. But the fact is that they can't they, they can't unify, and it brings to 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 constant defeat and constant disaster and avodazara and all sorts of horrible uh, 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 moral perversity. And so um so so there's a concept of uniting to create an independent nation. And that independent nation is different from an imperial state, which isn't looking for an independent nation. It's looking for the whole world to become one state. Okay, so this is the, the main political distinction in talking about political order, is are you talking about a world in which there's one central government, or are you talking about a world in which there are many governments over different nations? And the 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 Jewish view is that we we're, we want to be independent and like and we also want to allow other nations to be independent. Now, a very simple question: Hitler in Mein Kampf, which I don't recommend that you read, but if you read it, you'll see that that Hitler um, is what we could call a biological imperialist. He says that there's a superior race and that that race should conquer the whole world. He says Germany has to become Lord of the Earth uh, or Mistress of the Globe. These are expressions in Mein Kampf. That's the goal. Okay, so if if that's the goal, does that make Hitler a nationalist absolutely or an imperialist? Not. Absolutely. Is, not. is Nazi Germany a national state or is it an imperial state? Right. Okay. So if if he's saying uh, I I, I want to unite the German tribes, okay. So fine. Okay. So that's a national state. But if he's saying that I want to be Lord of the globe, Lord of the earth and mistress of the globe, then he's an imperialist. He's not a nationalist. In fact, Hitler is explicitly, when he talks about independent nations, he explicitly says this idea of independent nations that it's a, that you know the British or the French, they want independence. And he says that's that's a weak, that that that's a pathetic, weak invention of weak nations that they they want to be small they don't want to conquer the globe like like we do but we know better all right so now it's true that hitler uses the word nationalism but he didn't invent the word nationalism he simply substitutes he takes the word nationalism which until hitler always meant a world of independent nations he takes that word and he he substitutes it and he says um he never uses the word imperialism he doesn't use the word empire he he just says okay so German nationalism is to take over the whole world. So, so I what I, I need to to change my political theory to learn from Hitler. Give me a break. I mean, it's just it, it it's it's just simply ignorant. There there's there there's no affinity for uh for the true nationalism, which is the nationalism of uh of uh of the Tanakh of the Jews and of those Christian peoples who who learned it from the Jews. And other peoples, you know, in in India, I was just reading a a, a book by a prominent um, uh, intellectual uh, from India today, and you'll be surprised that that um, he he says that the founder is his movement. He's talking about the uh, uh, about the governing the, the 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 ruling BJP in India, and their example of what is a true nation like that he keeps coming back to again and again is Israel and the Jewish people. 
right? Well, this is something that we have to teach the world, the independence of India. When, when you ask them, the, it turns out that at least some of them say, yes, we, we want to be independent like the Jews. Fascinating. Uh, I see so much passion when you speak about it. Um, Dr. Zani, what would you say about woke, woke culture and how it fits into the scheme? What, what is the, how would woke culture fit in with, uh, with this narrative? Well, look, um, I, so I have a new book, which is called Conservatism, A Rediscovery. And I, I, I heard a rumor that, that, uh, that one or both of you took a look at it. And it's, um, so you know that the, the whole book is really about tshuva. It's, mm -hmm. it's about Masoret and tshuva and about how to save America and Britain and other Western nations by returning to uh, a tradition that is, uh, that's based on, you know, I, I don't tell them, you know, that, that, that they should study the New Testament. I tell them study, study the Hebrew Bible, the, 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 uh, uh, the Old Testament, and uh, like their, like their forefathers did. Now, the, the, the old view of America and other countries as one nation under God, that's the famous line from the Pledge of Allegiance. It was adopted uh, under uh, Eisenhower in 1954. The idea of one nation under God, that's the idea that, that uh, Americans, when they knew the Bible, when they knew the Jewish Bible, the the way that they conceived of America was as kind of like an updated Israel, that there's one God, and we're loyal to that God, and there's uh, th there's a law. Uh, it 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 it's true that Christians have all sorts of ideas about halacha, but one thing that they all used to agree about, for example, is that the aseret uh, dvarim, that the Ten Commandments. Uh, of of Moshe are a law for them. That's something that that all the European thinkers for centuries and centuries agreed about, both Catholics and Protestants. And certainly in America, they when they thought about one nation under God, they thought they thought well, like the tribes of Israel, we have many states, but we, we form a unity, and our unity is devoted to to. Uh, to, to God and to the Ten Commandments and to man created in God's image and various other things that they they learned from the Torah. And all of this, uh, I, I think it's fair to say, these are important elements of the traditional um, conservatism, the, 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 uh, the traditional political theory, the traditional worldview in England, in Britain, and later in America. And I try to show that in, in in my book, the way that the the Brits and the Americans um, take this uh, this uh, Jewish inheritance and 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 adopt parts of it in order to build their very very successful and impressive nations. And um, this um, this close association, self self association of the Anglo American tradition. With Jews and Judaism and the Jewish scriptures, uh, the 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 self image that you, you know that they're the new Israel that they're building the new Jerusalem. These are things that they say over and over again, and it comes to an end after World War II. So in the book, I I uh, I I go into why it came to an end, but the the main thing to know is not that complicated. That Americans continued to see themselves as a Christian nation 
as a biblical nation um, up until World War II. If you take and and even after, even into the 1950s. But um, if you take Roosevelt's State of the Union address from 1939, before the war, he doesn't know anything. He doesn't say we're a liberal we're a liberal democracy and we're fighting for liberal democracy, like people say today. He doesn't say anything like that. Roosevelt says our uh, our nation is built on our religion, on our Christian ideas, on our biblical ideas. And it is from those ideas that we get democracy, that we get the goal of world peace. That's the way Roosevelt talks to his people, as he says, this is all what this all comes from our religion. Without it, we have nothing. And after World War II, Americans and Europeans stopped talking like that, and they replaced Christianity with liberalism. And many Jews, of course, thought, okay, well, you know, the 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 Christians have been hostile to us for a long time. So things will be better if if the liberals are in charge instead of the Christians. And so, okay, so we tried that. It, it, it went on for, for two generations. By, by 1963, the liberals had eliminated all uh, Bible, God, tradition from all the schools in America. They, they'd taken it from a public religion to a private religion that everybody that the religion is only something that you do privately in your home if you want you can go for an hour on sunday and have some religion but america is going to be neutral that it's going to support no religion that's the that's the liberal idea so here we are you know it's it's two generations later maybe a little bit more 70 years later well 1963 to today it's, it's exactly 60 years later so it's two generations and it's taken two generations from the time that Americans stopped thinking that their children needed to study Tanakh, that they needed to study Bible in schools, two generations from there to the point that that, you, that people can't tell the difference between a man and a woman. They, 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 the, the, that 40% of the children in America now, 40% are born outside of marriage. The, 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 the whole thing is, is, is disintegrating in front of our eyes and and it's not just disintegrating because there's no such thing as a vacuum and in 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 political thought political ideas and as soon as the 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 christian order the conservative order is eliminated and it and they say no just do whatever you want the the these utterly evil um woke ideas which are are uh they're they're not even liberal but they're like an outgrowth of liberalism you, Again, if you want details, read the book. But it's um, the these uh, woke neo-Marxist ideas. They start with liberalism, that everybody's free should be free and equal, and then they look and they say, "Well, look, but uh, people aren't free and equal." And then they suggest the reason that people aren't free and equal. Well, why? It's because people believe in God. It's because people believe in Torah. They believe in the nation. They believe in the family, and they believe in the difference between man and woman. And progressively, they, these progressives, these woke neo-Marxists, they purposely work to destroy every concept, every idea that used to hold the old Jewish and Christian political public order in place. Okay, so we, we shouldn't be mistaken. Of course, they're going after the Christians first because the Christians are stronger in America. But there's not going to be look, look at look at the way the 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 courts in New York are are forcing Yeshiva University to 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 have LGBTQ clubs. I mean, can you imagine? Like this this is this isn't 
uh, liberal religious freedom. This is where liberalism goes. It goes to an to an oppressive, anti anti God, anti Masora, anti uh, anti biblical and anti Torah worldview, and no, nothing is going to be left in the end if this isn't defeated. And Jews need to fight it. They need to actually at this point join with those brave Christians who are willing to stand up against this and say no. But how can how can how can you this this is actually the last question but how can we um defeat something that is so ingrained like academia is just dominated and this isn't new this is for the last 60 years indoctrination right. it's indoctrination it's already like like all the the new the, the next leaders of of the world in America are being kind of taught this from a young age and how how can this even be reversed look all of this is true but i i i I think it's very important at this point to uh, remember the lessons that that we we learn as children, as as Jews. We we believe that if we do the right thing, that sometimes God will interfere and help us. Right? That, that that's that's the story of. I mean, the 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 whole basis for Judaism is that that it's the uh, the resistance of of uh, five women in Egypt that leads to uh, Moshe Rabbeinu being born and him him leading Am Israel out of uh, of Israel. Sometimes it takes a long time for God to hear our cry, but we believe that in the end God will hear our cry. We just need to do the right thing. Now I'm I'm not saying this just as a matter of believed you know believe in God, don't don't try to understand what's going on. I'm not saying anything like that. I just think we're terrible at seeing what the real effects of, of passionate um, resistance are on a system. I mean, you know, we can look backwards and we can see in three years, the woke neo-Marxists have taken, since 2020, in three years, they've succeeded in taking control of almost every liberal institution in America. Okay, so they look powerful. They, they, you know, they look like the 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 chariots of Egypt. They look like like the 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 Babylonian army. They look super powerful. And when we look at it, we say, well, we're we're like Hagavim. We're like grasshoppers, right? We, we how can we fight against this? But the, the the world is just much more complicated than than what we understand when we when when we look at it. And if you want real world examples, just just take a look at this very interesting example of of the Dobbs decision on, on abortion, how for 50 years, 50 years, I mean, there's, it's hard to say that anything was more ingrained in, in Americans by generations of, of education in a, in a liberal direction than this idea that, that, uh, that, you know, if a woman is pregnant, it doesn't matter, you know, even what stage of the pregnancy it is, the child can be almost fully formed and, 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 but, but still she has a, a right to terminate the pregnancy, which is a nice way of, of often saying to just to, to kill the baby. 50 years that ruled in America. And by the way, the Europeans never got to that level of craziness. They're crazy about all sorts of other things, but not about this. 50 years this ruled in America, but there was a small group of people, mostly Catholics, but also Protestants, who devoted their lives to ending this. And after 50 years, they ended it. Not only did they, they end that um, uh, evil decree of the Supreme Court, but they they also returned the Supreme Court to 
an earlier, um, and this is an important part of conservatism, they restored, they restored the earlier American constitution, which was a freer constitution that allowed the different states to make different decisions instead of having just the one court in the country make the decisions for everybody. And that's, that's one example of the way a very small group of people, if they're devoted and determined, and if they have faith, then, then they can in the end win at a time when you, it looks like we're losing on everything and look, they won. So look, I, 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 we're not God, we don't make the decisions here, but it's up to us to decide whether we are going to put our efforts into what is uh, just and right and also, I, I, you know, I think aside from that, there's also there's an also an important Chilul Hashem issue here, which I think it's important to emphasize. You you can't imagine if you go to my conferences, I you know, I, my friends and I we run these national conservatism conferences. You cannot imagine how much strength the Christians who are fighting these battles, how much strength they get when Jews come and speak and say, "I'm on your side." Because you know we don't we don't understand we think that Christianity is a self-contained thing and they don't they don't particularly care about what Jews think and, and and maybe they don't like us we think all of these things but when you come and you meet them you'll see that that they really do many of them look at us as um, as as uh, the source the ultimate source of the truth that they believe in many of them even if they don't say this many of them feel that and when Jews show up and start to to say, look, we're we're on the side of God, and we're on the side of the Torah, and and we're going to stand by you. The it, it the, the emotions it unleashes. They're so grateful and so moved by this, and we ourselves, you know, I I I think if we look at this battlefield and we don't see the the Jews out out front fighting for for the truth and the things we believe in, if we abandon that. I, I just I just think the damage that's done is is immense. It's immense to leave the battlefield when we're free and we're part of this world and we've got the Torah and we think that we know how to interpret it and they don't. OK, that's our view. So how can we if we know the truth, how can we representing God's truth? How can we sit on the sidelines and just say, oh, it doesn't matter? That was phenomenal. Unbelievable. Really? Um, we would love to do this again. This is amazing. Okay. There's, there's so many topics that we want to talk about um, with you on your books, specifically um, on philosophy and Judaism. So uh, we hope to do this again. Thank you so much for making the time. My pleasure. And, uh, God bless. Really powerful words. Thank you so much. Okay. See you soon. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning into the Judaism Demystified podcast. We really appreciate all your support and your feedback. If you want to help us grow the podcast, keep spreading the word, share it with your friends, family, or whoever you think would be interested. We also opened a Patreon, so you can become a patron, contribute any small amount you'd like, which would really help us grow the show. Um, our Patreon is www.patreon.com slash judaism pretty easy to remember thank you again and we hope to keep putting out great shows for you guys